Baby. Whatever, everybody. It's your boy Joshua Edwards live from live from my parents' kitchen on this beautiful Friday afternoon, August 14th, 2020. You know my man's Drake just dropped some new hits uh, called Laugh Now, Cry Later, featuring Little Dirk. My man shot a video at the Nike headquarters. This dude is the GOAT, man. And then he had two brand new Mercedes that cost $5 million. Look like a dang spaceship. There's only two of those in the world. Man, y'all better put some respect on my GOAT's name. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 14 of Josh's Proximity. I haven't done this in a couple episodes, but you already know what time it is. It's the ill, the ill of the day. The ill of the day goes to nobody other than Kima Sivaran. Now, if you don't know who Kima Sivaran, you're about to know right now. So Kima Sivaran was an undrafted free agent signee out of Oklahoma State, signed to the Seattle Seahawks. You know, it's training camp around this time, and everybody's fighting to get on a, a roster, especially if you're an undrafted or late-round pick in the NFL draft. And this guy, he gets booted off the squad because he tried to sneak a girl into the room, into the hotel room that was – mandated and secured by not mandated but secured by team officials now my whole question is how the hell did he think he was gonna get her in and it was reports that she was dressed up in seattle seahawk apparel but come on man we know what a female looks like we know what the curves look like man we know what the boobs look like man like what are we talking about kima sivaran you deserve to get cut now i hope he <laughs> I hope he is able to, you know, find a job uh, on a different roster. But this just goes to show you just the stupidity when it comes to, you know, just professional athletes sometimes, man. Kima Sivaran, uh, <laughs> man, I can't believe that you really tried to sneak a, a, a woman into the the training camp, not even endangering yourself, but endangering the whole, whole entire team because of, you know, the pandemic that's going on. So, now, if this was different times, then maybe you could, you know, work around it. But even then, no, you really can't even work around it. Because I remember watching Hard Knocks with Jeff Fisher when he was with the uh, then St. Louis Rams. And a guy got cut because, if I'm not mistaken, he was also trying to sneak a girl into his uh, training camp room. Come on, man. You guys, you got you to gotta be better. Kima Sivaran. Ew. Now, let me go ahead and switch gears real quick. It is Friday the 14th, like I said, 2020. And we're having this huge pay-per-view fight on tomorrow between Mucic and Comir. Uh, it's the third fight out of the three epic heavyweight bounce. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got Mucic, okay? Now, I, I haven't watched either one of those two title fights I know that Comir stole the first fight with a knockout in the first round. And I was looking at the highlights, and Stipe Mucic was, was pressing him out. Uh, it was just that when they got clinched, he got his ass knocked out. So <laughs> I hope Stipe is looking to use his length and his conditioning to the best of his advantage because in the second fight, it went four rounds. And on the fourth round... Cormier got his ass knocked out as well. So it's going to be a great fight. I hope it, it, it really 
uh, doesn't disappoint. I hope that it's a short fight because the UFC has way too many undercards, man, and it really pisses me off. So I'm taking Mucic, taking all bets. Mucic, round number three. Now, I've been telling you guys, if you've been listening to my episodes, and if you know me personally, I've been talking to a lot of you guys about how the Bucks aren't the best team in the East. Not only are they not the best team in the East, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he might be the most overly hyped NBA superstar in NBA history. I mean, yeah, he gives you 30 and 15, but he's seven feet, man. And like James Harden said, it doesn't take skill to just go down and run down the court and dunk every single time. Shoot, if I was seven feet, trust and believe, that's all I would be doing, man. But, you know, right now, I'm you know, I'm a good 5'8 on a good day. I want to stretch my legs. But if you know my real height, you know. But last night gave me all the confirmation that I needed. Last night with their starters intact, they were down 19 points to the woeful Memphis Grizzlies. We're talking about starters that included Wesley Matthews, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, who was an all-star, Brooke Lopez, and DJ Wilson. Not to mention who they had coming off the bench. They had Frank Mason, Kyle Korver, the other Lopez brother, DiVincenzo, who is a baller, Sterling Brown, Marvin Williams, and uh, Thanis Antetokounmpo, Giannis' brother. But, I mean, what are we talking about? They're down 19 to the woeful Memphis Grizzlies who are missing Jared Jackson, who has a, a fantastic rookie point guard that's Mr. Do-It-All. But, man, stop it with the, the Milwaukee Bucks, man. They're not that good. They're not going to get – they might get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Even if, even if they do make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, they're not getting to the NBA Finals. So – Everybody just needs to pump their brakes. I have been telling you two episodes ago that Giannis is going to start to unravel, which he has shown. He keeps getting in foul trouble every damn game. Five fouls, five fouls, four fouls, fouls out. Like, man, y'all have to stop this, man. So the NBA has been talking about possibly doing an all-bubble team. And this is my starting five. Number one, who is going to be the bubble MVP. Dame Dollar, unanimous, Damian Lillard. Number two, Devin Booker. Number three, Luka Doncic. Number four, James Harden. And number five, TJ Warren. Now, these five guys have been showing their ass when it comes to the NBA bubble. Devin Booker, 8-0. Lillard, averaging over 30 points. Harden, averaging over 30 points. TJ Warren has had some... Epic games. And Luka Doncic, Mr. Triple-Double. These guys have just been epic. And I don't think any of you guys can disagree with my starting five. And if you do, quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Now, my second all-NBA, all-bubble team would be LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Karis LeVert. I guess you can even... Maybe even rotate Anthony Davis for Kawhi Leonard, but eh, it's, it's really give or take. But with that being said, let me go ahead and give you my playoff my playoff picture for the first round on both conferences, the East and the West. So, you know, I always got to start with the East. The Bucks got the magic sweep. If anything, it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. 
but I got the Bucks in four. Raptors versus Nets. The Nets are really tough. I think that they showed that last night against the, the Portland Trailblazers. So I got the Raptors in five games. That that, that fifth game is going to be a real tough, tough game for the Raptors. So I got the Raptors in five. Celtics versus the 76ers. Now, I know that I made a prediction that the 76ers are coming out the East, but that was but that was before Ben Simmons got hurt. Now that he has been hurt and he's out for the rest of the season, of course you got to go with the Celtics. I got the Celtics actually in seven games. And that seventh game, it can be up for grabs, but I got the Celtics in seven against the 76ers. Miami versus Indiana. Indiana has really been a surprise team. I think that that game is also going to go seven games as well. Um, I got Miami in seven, and that's that's really what it looks like for the next round. It's going to be the the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and Miami all winning their their first round matchup. Now let's go ahead and move to the West. The Los Angeles Lakers opponent really hasn't been set, but we can all agree that the Trailblazers right now, Damian Lillard, has them boys on a mission. So, it's going to be the Lakers versus Portland Trail Blazers. I got the Lakers in six. I think Dame Dollar can steal two two games where he's going to go ballistic. And I think C.J. McCollum, he's going to show up very often. And even Gary Trent Jr. I think he's going to have a, a fantastic game. So, I got the Lakers in six. Clippers versus Mavs. Clippers in five. Luka and them boys, uh, they just... It's like they're missing another piece. I don't. Maybe they're a year or two years out, but the Mavs, they seem to – it's like they're not going to be able to get over that hump this year. So I got the Clippers in five. Denver versus the Jazz. Mm. I had the Jazz earlier, but now that I'm looking at it, Denver in four. The Jazz, the games that I have watched, they, they just played uh, terrible basketball all around. Donovan Mitchell, I mean, he's fantastic, but them other boys, they can't they can't come out and play. Rudy Gobert, he shows up when he wants to. He's not really asserting himself when it comes to the offense. Um, and it's just all around bad basketball over there. Now, this is going to be the most interesting one. The Rockets versus the Thunder. Now, Russell Westbrook is going to miss at least a game in this series. So, with that being said, I think that it is going to go seven games. Um, but I got the Rockets in seven. I think James Harden is going to be too much for them for them guards to stop. I think Russell Westbrook, when he returns, barring no serious injuries, I think he's going to return to full strength. And them boys, they're just too much, too much firepower for the Thunder. So, this looks like the Lakers, Clippers, Denver and Rockets all advance into the second round. But to close out episode 14 of Josh's Proximity, just a little update. I will be doing another raffle on episode 15 of Josh's Proximity. We are right here. You got to follow the instructions on episode 15 on what to do to enter into the raffle. But be on the lookout of that. And now for my last segment. The NFL season is officially in the play. Uh, hard knocks out right now with the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams. Very interesting. If you guys have a, you know, some free time, definitely watch that. But I'm going going to go ahead and give you my top ten teams uh, before the season starts in the NFL. So number one, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. My homeboy, record deal. They just signed Travis Kelsey to 
another deal as well. Number two, it has to be the Baltimore Ravens. Um, what they they have like the easiest schedule I think out of the the top finishing teams of last year. So the Ravens finished off at number two. Number three, I gotta go with the 49ers because of what they still have. Their core is still intact. They still have one of the finest, youngest uh, defensive linemen and and Nick Bosa. And I mean just that, their front seven is just ridiculous all around. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo can get them boys back to back on track where they were left off. Number four, as much as I hate to say it, the New Orleans Saints. I believe that Drew Brees is on his last legs, but it's just something about them Saint boys, man. They they just they just got it, man. Number five, the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, they just got Jamal Adams. Do I need to say anything else? Like, what are we talking about? That's number five. Number six is actually going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, surrounded by so many weapons. Bruce Arians is a phenomenal coach. That's my number six team. My number seven team is going to be the Green Bay Packers. I don't like that they drafted um, the kid Love. You know, Aaron Rodgers is kind of on his, his later part of his career. That's my number seven team. My number eight team has to be the Buffalo Bills. If, a side note, I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. A lot of you guys don't know, but I really pull for the Bills on the low. So uh, just a little sidebar. That, that's my number eight team. My number ninth team... Ah, I'm looking right now, and I got to go with New England, man. I love what they did with Cam Newton. Bill Belichick is still the best coach ever. Their defense is still there. They still have Josh McDaniels, who's going to get them boys ready to play on offense Sunday to Sunday, day in and day out. So I like them at the number ninth team. And my 10th team to round off the top 10, I'm going with the Denver Broncos. Now, I love what the Denver Broncos have done with drafting Jerry Judy. I believe their defense is going to be back to tip-top shape with the, uh, with the healthy Bradley Chubb. You still got Von Miller. I really like what I saw out of the, the quarterback last year, Drew Locke. And then you get him the addition of another weapon in K.J. Hamler. So you got K.J. Hamler, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Oh, yeah, Denver Broncos round up the top ten for my final topic of Joshua Sparks Simply episode 14. So without further ado, love you guys. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Always a pleasure, man.